You are listening to Before Anyone Else, Dating Horror Stories and Men with Children, featuring Abby. Welcome back to another episode of Before Anyone Else. I'm your host, Joyce. Follow us on social media. Our Instagram is at Bay Podcast, where you'll find new episode alerts, memes, polls, and you can even slide into our DMs with your audience questions. We're also collecting listener feedback on our website, baypodcast.com. On today's episode of Bay, I'm joined by Abigail Lopez, also known as Abby. And Abby and I have been friends for quite a while now, like met at work and have stayed in touch since. And I remember just every time chatting with Abby, it's always about like what's going on in our love lives, who we dating, what's good um, and all of that kind of like chit chat. So Abby has so many stories and um, all of them hilarious and I think super relatable. And I've been through my fair share as well. So I thought to invite Abby just to talk about what dating um, mistakes, dating traumas, <laughs> just hilarious stories that she's come across um, or experienced. And then also what she's got going on in um, her current relationship and what it's like kind of dating a guy who has kids. Um, so welcome to the show, Abby. Hi, thank you for having me. I just wanted to interrupt because I was going to be like, we knew each other from work. You didn't like me, but look where we are now. <laughs> So I'm excited to be here. Oh my god, I've adjusted. I've I've finally adjusted. Yeah. <laughs> okay, relax. Now she's like, I love you. Be on my podcast. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, thanks for coming. I appreciate it, girl. I'm excited. So as this is a relationship podcast, can you give everyone just like a brief introduction to like what's been happening what's your past relationship history look like so my past history was me just dating just going on these dating apps from tinder to hinge to bumble um and just going on multiple dates um and yeah i only had a total of two boyfriends two boyfriends and everyone else was just one or two dates a little fling friends with benefits but nothing too serious um and it was it was rough um just because the type of person that I am I'm very when I'm an overthinker I believe in happy endings fairy tale you know that's the type of person I am, but I've been in so many dates and you mentioned it earlier, uh, trauma, trauma dates. And I've been in a lot of them. So yeah. And you're happy now, which is nice. (laughs) Yes, I am. Thanks. God, I am. Um, and I feel like the the things that you've experienced are just like, again, like so relatable. Um, and so when you and I talk about some of those like past dates and like the guys we've dated, yeah, we've definitely been through it a bit. And so just to start it off, like, I think it'd be really cool just to talk about some of those like bad dates. Um, so if there are like any stories that kind of like stick out to you, like, for example, I think so many girls can relate to like awkwardness when it comes to the waiter coming out with your bill on a first date. So I think this one was one of the worst dates I've ever experienced. So this is oh Lord. my go-to story when I talk about worst dates. So uh, there's this guy who was talking to and he was like, what are you doing for Valentine's Day? And I'm like, uh, nothing. And he's like, let's go out. And I was like, you know what? Fine. Because I have nothing to do. Let's just go. So he's, I was like, so what do you want to do? He's like, let's go watch a movie at Young and Eglinton um, and then we'll have dinner. I'm like, okay, cool. I'm down. So I met up with him at Young and Eglinton station and I was waiting, waiting. Yikes. Waiting. Yikes. Waiting. (laughs) Was he there? No. So I was like, okay, maybe there was some sort of miscommunication. Maybe he wanted to meet in front of the the theaters. So I go there. 
waiting, waiting, waiting. He finally comes. Mind you, this might be like half an hour, 45 minutes, an hour. I don't know. It just felt like eternity. And he comes and he has two bags in his hands. A Forever 21 bag and a Foot Locker bag. I disregarded that and I was like, okay, let's go. Let's go. We might be, you know, late to our movie. So we're in the theaters and I remember we were watching Ant-Man and I was like, oh, this is a good movie. Great. But what is my pet peeve in a movie theater? Someone who has their phone out and texting and mind you, it doesn't even make any sense. Oh, it doesn't. We're here to watch a movie, but he decides to put his brightness on the all time high. And I, and I'm like, Hey, like, yeah, 100% inconsiderate. So I'm like, do you mind? And so he decides to take this phone and he puts it under his coat to text. So we can't see the brightness. Uh, sorry, sir. That it doesn't that work. That doesn't like cut that. it. Also, who the hell are you no. texting? Why is it so important? You can't just for an hour and a half. I'm yeah. 100%. You asked me on this date. Remember? Remember. Exactly. Just, just wanted yeah. to put it out there. <laughs> so then, whatever. So the movie ended and we're waiting for um, the credits to come up. And so he's like, okay, so what do you want to do next? And I was like, oh, I thought you said we should go for dinner. And he was like, oh, okay. And he's like, where do you want to go? And I'm like, I don't mind. Doesn't matter to me. And so he's like, okay, let's go to, uh, I think it was pickle. Let's go to pickle barrel. And he's like, it's right down there. And I was like, okay, cool. So we go downstairs and, um, before entering the restaurant, he goes, actually, let's go to Burger King. I said, what? I'm like, huh? I'm sorry, is today Wednesday? Is it Whopper Wednesday? Like, why is this guy me. mentioning Burger King? And so thankfully... In front of a restaurant. How are you going to go to... God. Pickle Barrel too. I mean, Pickle Barrel's not yeah. all that, but I mean, it's way but better so. than Burger King. Like, you know, let's be considerate. You Again, you asked me out. I didn't want to go, but you asked me out and I said yes. So whatever, we went. Um, and so we were looking at the menu and I was starving because I knew I was eating. So I was like, okay, looking at the menu, what am I going to eat? Da, da, da. And, I, and I asked him, so what are you going to get? He's like, oh, I'm not going to get anything. I'm sorry? He's like, oh, I'm not going to get anything because I already ate. I'm like, oh, but you said we were having dinner. Why am and I he out was here? Like, why am I yeah, here? Yeah, why are we here? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> And he's like, oh, um, get whatever you want. I'm not, I'm not going to eat. And I was like, no, like, that's just weird. Like, I'm not the type of person to go to a restaurant. I'm eating and you're just across from me watching me eat. Like, that's not how I roll. Like, if we eat together, we're eating together. If you're not eating, I'm not going to eat, you know? So he decides to get a drink. And I was like, you know what? If you're getting a drink, I'll just get a drink. And so he kept getting phone calls and he kept getting texts over and over again and I was like you know what like let's just go he's like okay um he asked the waiter for the bill so he gets the waiter the waiter comes in gives the guy the bill because I guess because it's valentine's day you know whatever so he gives the bill to my date the date takes the bill opens it up he looks at the bill he closes it he throws the bill at me and says, this is for you. Oh my God. I said, excuse me? And he's like, yeah, I forgot my wallet. I'm like, no, you didn't. How did you pay for, for the movie theater? He's like, did you see me take out my wallet? And I said, yes. And he's like, well, I don't. And I was like, mind you, he had two bags. He had Forever yeah. 21 and Foot Locker. So you're telling oh, yeah. me that you don't have your he wallet. And like, don't get me. Yeah, 100%. And like, don't get me wrong. I don't mind paying. I don't mind paying. Like, I'm the type of person, if we go on a date, you'll pay for one thing, you'll pay it for another. But just don't. The way he went about it for you That's to so throw aggressive. the bill at me yeah. to say this is for you, 
like that makes me want to be like no it's like like, did, like who dragged you out like why is he so upset 100%. oh that's yeah. so gross you asked me out i didn't want to go out such an you ass. asked me out oh 100 percent. so whatever i ended up paying it whatever and we were going to the station we go to the station and he stops me and he says do you have a bus bus token i said uh-huh <laughs> what i don't understand like, this language ha- i like you need a bus token and he's like yeah i was like no sorry i have like a metro like this was back in the day i have a metro and he goes so do you have any change i'm like huh like i'm paying like like what is this and so like i was so i ended up leaving I ended up going fucking McDonald's and like calling my girl up to be like, oh my God, this is like the worst Valentine's Day ever. So yeah, like that was, yeah. And like, one reason why I don't sense. like Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, also another reason why know? I don't like Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> Traumatized. That is horrible. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. yeah, there's so many, so many layers to that. Um, clearly something's off with that guy. Um, you would think that like you invited him out for me, like the only time, well, like two times where, um, went on a, uh, like blind group date with this guy. Um, and, uh, at the end, I think it was more like he felt kind of like, like I would have just paid for myself because it's like, I don't really know you and we don't, we didn't know each other getting into this. Um, I would just feel comfortable just paying for myself. But then, um, he insisted that he paid. And I think he just like, I didn't want to like push it too much because he was also in front of like his friend. And I think he just wanted to be like, Oh, well, you know, my friend brought his girl and like, you know, I've got to do the same. Yeah. Yeah. And then he asked me out on a date afterwards, like for just him and I. And so weeks went by and we met up and at the end of the date, the waiter comes, drops the bill and he grabs it first as the, the, and, and tells the waiter like, Oh, you know, give me the, bring the machine. When the waiter comes back and I was like, Oh, like, Thanks so much. You didn't have to do that. Um, But mind you, this is our first official date. He has asked me out on a date, having met me at that like blind group date thing. And then, uh, so I'm like, oh, like, thank you so much. And as the waiter's there and the guy's like putting in his pen, he's like, so this makes two, right? And I was like, pardon what? This makes, (laughs) sorry, excuse me. I have black ears. This makes two what? And he's like, this is the second time I'm paying for you. Oh my God. Who hurt you? What did I do? Uh, we're keeping like we're keeping tabs t- for Todd. Like, is this how he's playing? It was like, it was as if like I was like, because there's different types of girls, right? There's the girls who like, oh, the bill's coming, they rush to the washroom because they have no plans. <laughs> paying for shit Um, yeah yeah and then there are those girls who will sit down like you know higher than high princess not care um and have the guy pay there are girls who will offer to pay and the guys know that they don't really care girls who are a bit more like assertive about it i'm like no like legit it's my turn or no let's let's split this let me pay the full thing whatever um and like i'm always the girl that like if it's a bad date, I want to, I want to make sure I pay my share because I don't, I don't want anything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't want to owe you or have you perceive this as um, me owing you. And yeah, I just want to cut ties. And if it's a good date, like for the, like I will, I will always offer to pay and like, we'll have like the intention to pay if, if that's what we'd like to do. But like just the way that I am and like how I'm conservative, I'm like, if on the first date you do let me pay, I know that you're not my kind of man. That's it. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It's like, no, it's kind of like a, a, a weird dance. Agreed. But you feel the same way. No, I agree. No, I agree. When, if you asked me on a date, mm. again, you asked you, me on a date. Yeah. And I said, yes. Okay, fine. So yeah. my expectation is, okay, you can, you can pay for like the dinner. 
And I would mention, okay, let's go get some bubble tea. Let's go get some dessert. I have the intention of paying for that second portion. Mm. Right? Yeah. The reason why I with the whole movie and dinner thing, it's because he was begging for me to go. Yeah, I had yeah, no yeah. intention. I didn't want to go fine at home. He just said, you we're fine. Yeah. I was fine at home. Like I don't like Valentine's day by myself. Wasn't a big deal to me, but he kept begging. Right. And then he was asking the questions. Okay. We're going to watch a movie. We're going to have a dinner. And I was like, okay, fine. You know, it's like a but different anyways, person. How about up. it? 100%. And like, I didn't, again, I don't mind paying for that two drinks that we had, but the way he approached it was very inappropriate. Throwing the bill at me and saying, this is for you? Hell no. Who do you think you are? <laughs> but I paid it. I was naive. I was young. I paid no, for it. No, but also just like, well, who else is going to pay for it? Because it seems like this man had yeah. no intention of, I don't know, he maxed out his card at a Forever 21. Really, honey? One. Mm, <laughs> a lot of mercy. <laughs> <laughs> like, don't even help me out. Like, God damn. So it is. Yeah. And okay. So, so there's the awkwardness of paying at the end of the date. Um, mm-hmm. Have you ever experienced ghosting, being ghosted, being the ghost? And she's already making a face. Ghosting, I was ghosted. And I think it was one of the saddest things I've ever experienced in my life. Mm. Like, I'm sorry, Joyce, if you see a tear, it's showing down (laughs) my face. Like the dramatic human being that I am. Um, yeah, so I've been ghosted. Um, so I was dating someone. So I was I had a boyfriend at the time and I met someone and we were friends and he had a girlfriend at the time as well. And so we were friends and you know, few days, weeks, months go by and we both felt that it was time to break up with our significant other because we knew that there were, there were feelings, mutual feelings against each other. And as corny as it sounds, this was the first time I've ever felt like quote unquote sparks (laughs) between someone, right? Like I would just be in front of him and like, I just felt (laughs) like something like in my body you know and I was like okay whatever so he was in a toxic relationship so I was one of the reason to for him to break up with his significant other and I knew at that time that I wanted to break up with my boyfriend at the time but I just didn't know how to and I didn't have a genuine reason to but now that I was with this friend I was like oh because I just don't have feelings for my boyfriend you know so it's it's time to break it up so we both broke up with our significant other and we started you know being more coupley we didn't do anything like we we didn't I think the most we ever did was kiss on the lips but we didn't do anything more than that and to be quite honest, I felt like I was falling for him. I was genuinely mm. falling for him. you were getting to and, know each um, other and you ha- you were friends first, right? So you had for, yeah there. Yeah. So I was like, okay, like I am slowly falling for him. Like I wouldn't. And what's fucked up is that I, I never said I love you to my boyfriend to my boyfriend ever and we've been going on for almost two years and so with this guy I was so ready to say it okay so I yeah so I I was ready so then one so we had a routine so I worked downtown and I would wake up at six o'clock to get ready and he would start work at 7 a.m. So what happens is that he has his wireless headbuds and he would be, we would talk to each other as I'm getting ready, going um, to the bus and whatever. So that was a routine. We would talk and then I would be in the office and then after work, I would call him and then that was our routine. And that was going on for like a month or so. 
And so one day I call him. He's like, sorry, I don't have my, I don't have my earbuds. Um, I was like, okay, I'll talk to you after work. So work happened. I called him, no response. And I text him and I was like, hey, like, are you okay? No response. Then I was like, okay, like, I'll let it be. Next day, I do the same thing. Nothing. And so I stopped trying. Like, I stopped texting. I stopped calling because I was like, okay, like, there is something wrong. So days go by, nothing. It's been a week, nothing. And so I was in my feelings. And so I was like, I need to let him know, like, this is unacceptable. So I (laughs) went on my notes on my iPhone and like, I wrote like a whole essay (laughs) of like how, how I was, how I was feeling. And I sent it to him and it was an iPhone and you can see that it's delivered. So I was like, okay, he must've read it. This sucks. And then also I thought about me because of I was angry, I was upset, and I sent that essay to him. And so I decided that um I said that I was thinking maybe something is going wrong with him and his family. So I just wanted to end end it off and just be like, hey, so I don't know. I hope you are okay, your family's okay, and I just wish you well. And then they ended it. So till this day, I have yet to hear from him. Oh my God. Till this day. And this happened like two years ago, more or less. Um, Yeah. And it, it, that's wild. It's still upsetting. Yeah. Because I know where you live. Mm. And if I was that, if I told my cousin this and she's like, if you know where he lives, just go to, and I'm like, no, like, I'm not going to be like that. I don't want to be crazy. Yeah. Because if you let, like you ghost me for a reason, I don't know what that reason is. Mm. You ghost me for a reason. So why would I show up? You know what I mean? I know where you work. Why would I show up? Right. And you know, you're working too. Yeah. 100%. And it's just, it was so upsetting because everyone knew that I, when I talked about him, at the time I was so happy. I was like, you know, and so he just totally ghosted me. I don't have the answers. Mm. Um, and it broke me. It literally did like where I would be in my bed and like crying and just being like, Oh my God, what happened? What did I do wrong? You know? Yeah, Cause all you have <laughs> is yourself. Right. So you're only, you could only like ask these questions and think about like where you went wrong in something like that, because you don't have that person as a coward and doesn't want to face it. Like, I know, like we talk about ghosting as if it's just like frivolous thing and like, Oh, you know, like I was texting guy for like a day and then he like stopped texting me. I messaged guy on Tinder and he, whatever, whatever. Mm-hmm, but like, mm-hmm. yeah, there are those kind of like ghosting stories where it's like, you're talking yeah. to someone for a while and it's like different. Yeah. It's a different kind yeah. of feeling. And 100%. it's like, it's mutual. <laughs> They're giving yeah. you the same energy you're giving them. 100%, 100%. And it was just so shocking because we've talked about, because again, we were with someone. Yeah. We left our significant other at the time and we were together because we were like, what we wanted is we found it within each other. Yeah. So, and it didn't even come out of my mouth. He said it himself. He said how excited he he sees me, how excited our future is going to be. And he was saying these words. So guess what? I believe in those words. You know what I mean? Those are the words that I've always wanted to hear. Like my significant other at the time wasn't very vocal about that. He said everything that I wanted. And ever so, you know what I mean? Like I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna have my happy ending," and then it that just like the just rug is like pulled from under you. Yeah, it's it's yeah. wild. It's wild because like while you're going through it, like exactly, like he's like showing you all the things that you wanted or were missing in other relationships and situations, and you have a routine down where you call each other at certain times. Like, you know, like you're, yeah. it's, it's that your, your yeah. relationship is like building. And then it's like, Oh, I'm sorry. Like, has this been a dream? <laughs> Was it just yeah. me? Like what's been going yeah. on? How could someone yeah. 
feel the way if if he feels the same way that I feel, then how could he have just walked away like that? It's yeah, 100%. Mm-hmm. It's the fact that you can easily say all these things and just like drop everything, drop everything and just walk away. Yeah. Right. So it, it was so upsetting that to know that that is something that a human being is capable it's possible. of. possible. Yeah. Yeah. You're playing with my head. You're playing with my heart as corny as that sounds, but you, you played me. You legitimately played me, right? So the fact that I had to, like, we both left our significant other for us to, quote unquote, be together. Exactly. That shows, like, commitment, like, come on. right? It's like, oh, you're serious. Like, we're serious. We've both, like, yeah. you know, made these big moves because we want to find happiness and we see that within each other. And where are you now? Yeah. I had something, like, I don't think, like, as developed as yours was, but when you're like, you're really catching feelings for someone and like, yeah, their energy matches your energy and like things are good. And then it's like, mm, no, it's not. <laughs> it's like, okay, um, fine. And like, I was able to like talk with that person, like kind of figure things out, but not having that closure, how do you then move on? What does that look like? I think so for me, I, I need to, I'm very vocal where I'm able to share my stories with my friends. So I had to talk about it and just like share my feelings. And so there were people, it was hard. I had mixed reviews when telling people like this group were like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Then I had other people being like, well, you guys weren't even together, mm. but that wasn't the point. So, yeah. so at that, so when I had that, said to me I had to be like okay you're right like I wasn't together with him but there was something there right so so I had to so I had to think about the relationship I had and I had to move forward and I had to take care of myself because I felt like I was in the depressed state so I had to keep going with my routine, make my own mm. routines because I had my routines with him. With him, yeah. But not with him. So now I had to make my own routines, had to adjust it a little bit and just find the support that I needed with my friends, with my family, with my dog, you know? So I just had to build myself up. And then when I was ready, I was able to go back in the dating scene so i mean i can't lie like i was distracted by going back on these dating apps to just fill that void by talking to other people yeah i get that well a lot of people do that it's like going on dating apps after ending a relationship is like the 21st century version of like to get over someone you get under someone not saying that like that's where it goes but it's like you just need to get back out there start talking to people like just like remember like oh you are the shit like remember who you are and like that you are attractive and like I find like some some of my friends who have been in like not so great relationships but like have stayed way longer than they should have their thing is always like it feels like that person is like everything to them. And like that, the emotions that are wrapped around that person are like so massive. It's like, it's not possible for me to like enjoy this again. Like how, and you can't see like, it's not like you can't see life without that person, but you can't see like ahead of like the, the grief almost that you have to deal with. Yeah. Yeah. So chatting with like other people is like a nice way to do that. Yeah. 100% because they're seeing perspectives that you're not seeing right yeah. so with them looking outside in helping me to be like okay like it was bad blah, blah 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 you know yeah like they would you know and I would do the same for them but it was it was hard but I mean <laughs> like where I am now exactly happy. there is light on the other <laughs> side happy. of that 
it's it's tough and like when you're young as well right like it just feels mm-hmm. like when you're young aka like a year ago i was foolish you know <laughs> like yeah oh, story of my life i think i'm so foolish till this day right? but you know exactly. i'm just look kidding back and be like what were you thinking <laughs> last year i'm so dumb i was so desperate no i'm just kidding no okay so moving on to like other kinds of stories um because i think you mm-hmm. you and i have like both like experienced like some version of like clinginess and um so whether it's like a first date or like a guy that you've been seeing for some time like have there been um guys that you've dated who just come off as like very very clingy yeah it was very clingy and very scary at the same time of yeah because um so this guy i met on a dating app and he wanted to go to dun, dun, dun. Um, like <laughs> abby missing woman that sounds so scary like when you really just say it like that so this so this was this was like pretty scary pretty clingy we met on a dating app like sorry is this like 24 hour yeah. mystery <laughs> listen and i came out of this alleyway yeah exactly like he's uh, there no like actually i came out of like the garage um the parking garage and this guy comes out of this alleyway and he starts staring at me and i was like oh my god who is this and i walked and it ended up being my date and i was like oh okay and so the first thing he did was (laughs) i tried to make it creepy for a second (laughs) so he um gave me a hug and you know oh first his hug was very very tight and I was like, oh, like, I'm just more of like a little pat pat, you know, like, hey. Yeah, I don't know was like squeezing. Yeah, like, this is just our first time meeting, whatever. If it was COVID, you know, that would be a different story. But I'm just kidding. <laughs> so he would like <laughs> squeeze me like a bear hug. And I was like, oh, like, hey. So we ended up going to this, like, it was like a snakes and, I think it was like snakes and lattes. So we ended up the going one where there. You play board games and coffee and all that, right? And mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So we ended up going there. And so we're uh we sat down, we settled down, and he's like, Okay, like let's go look at the game wall. So we go to the game wall, he automatically puts his arms around my waist, oh, no. brings me into him, puts brings my shoulder to him. So we're like facing like face to face. And I was like, okay. And then he like looked at me and then just like gave me a wet kiss. And I was like, whoa, oh, whoa. We didn't we only had like oh, four words. No. Exchange, right? And then he just kept like holding me. And I was like, and I tried to push off to be like, okay, let's play this game. You know what I mean? Like, hey. And that's what he was like, yeah. And then he just kept like touching my Trying back and like all of this. Yeah. And so whatever, um, we played a couple of games and then we're like, okay, like let's leave. So then we ended up going to the Indigo that was like at Young and Eglinton, whatever. So we go into there and we were like looking at different books. And then he again was like wrapping his arms around me, blah, 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 blah. And like, again, I'm reaching for a book to like get out yeah. of the situation. He just cannot take and a so, I, yeah, I like it was just so bad, and like I didn't know how to stop it. Like I should have been yeah. like, okay, but I just, I just didn't know how. Um, and then we ended up sitting down at like, like this chair, and then he would like bring his, bring my leg and put it on top of his legs. Do you know oh what I mean? Lord. Like he really thought and you then were he'd be, in like, a relationship touching. on your first date. Yeah, and he was like touching my legs, and then he talked about like the five languages of love, and I was like, "Yours is physical touch, isn't it?" And he's like, "How did you know?" Because you're fucking crazy. Because you like you couldn't like like I've never had someone touch me the way okay that sounds so bad, but like the way he was, and it was just so off. Yeah. It was so uncomfortable. So then um, we, before we got to our cars, he pulls me behind like a wall and like he wanted to make out. Oh. 
So I was like, uh, no, I'm good. I was like, I have to go. I have to go. He's like, like, trying on, to be nice. And about I was like, it. Ah, I'm good. Yeah. I got to go home. It's getting dark. Like, I'm good. And he goes, come on, baby. Like, give me some tongue. And I was like, huh? Uh, I'm good. <laughs> like, disgusting. I am good. My oh tongue my can stay in my mouth. Thank you very much. So that happened. And then he was like messaging me. And I was like, yeah, no, I'm good. Like, there. Mm. And he just kept messaging me and just be like, come on, babe. Like, yeah. Like, I know you like me touching. It. And I was like, no, I'm no. good. I'm good. So that is like one of my clingy in touching. Yeah. And clingy yeah. as in like keeps hitting me up, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I hate that. So I I don't like that for you. It sucks cuz I think no. that, like m- unfortunately like most women have had to like deal with guys like that where it's like they just uh, they can't take a hint but as well it's like it's like they think that like all women are just fair game. You're here on the date, so that means no. Like hello. Yeah. Like like give me personal space. I don't know you from anything the fact that you don't know that that is inappropriate like red is flag. not okay 100 if i am like no i don't want to play you know tonsil hockey i'm yeah. good like yeah yeah why are you those asking are the kind them? of guys that like bring that stuff to the workplace and then are slapped with like sexual harassment lawsuits. Do you know what I mean? Like if they literally just don't know what's appropriate, they just like, they, yeah. they're unaware of like, like that they cannot just like dominate another person's like body yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> without consent. Mm-hmm. I um, literally, I want to do, um, for those who don't know, I'm in HR <laughs> and we do workplace harassment training like do i need to you know again this was back in the day but (laughs) yeah i should send them my powerpoint deck to read over but yeah okay so we've been through our fair share of stuff um Uh and now you know my situation um with brian and you're dating someone or in a relationship not even dating in a relationship and i know you talked about like some of the things that you had to do to like kind of like cleanse yourself of those like other situations um like talking to friends, like getting closure in, in, in other forms, um, and finding new routines that fit your needs and like kept you going. And so then you find this guy and like, can you like tell everyone just like what this current situation is like? Yeah. So I'm dating this guy named Ray. Um, he is a couple years older than me, which is totally fine, which I... we love to see it. Which I love to date someone older than I am. Um, but he is a father. So he has a child who is four years old. Mm-hmm. And it's been a ride. It's a new experience. (laughs) It's a new experience. It's not a bad one, but it is an experience for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And is this your first time dating a guy with kids? With a child? Okay. It is. It is. Interesting. But I I feel like like there are certain kind of like stereotypes that like are out there around what it's like to date a man with kids. And, um, that's not true for everyone. Right. So, um, I think it's like really interesting to get your perspective on like what it's like from the experience that you've had in dating a man with kids. And so when Mm -hmm. we talk about those kind of like stereotypes, were you hesitant at all into like getting a relation, getting into a relationship like this? No, I didn't hesitate. Really? Weirdly, weirdly, I did not. Um, so I met him through 
Hinge. Mm. And he, obviously you can see pictures. And I noticed at one of his pictures that there were kids' toys. Mm. Um, we went on a first date. He didn't mention it. Okay. Um, but we did, we do, we were talking on the phone after a first date. Um, and then he mentioned it. No, I lied. He's mentioned it on the second date. Um, and I said, I know. And he's like, how did you know? Well, because I saw the pictures. I'm a detective. And there's kids stories. Yeah, <laughs> I know hello. how to zoom. <laughs> I have eyes. Thank you. Um, and he's like, are you okay with that? And I was like, yeah, I'm totally fine. Um, one of the reasons why I'm okay with it is because, one, I'm pretty good with kids. So that didn't phase me. Second is I've thought about my cousin who was in a situation where she has kids and so Mm. she so knowing that she is dating someone well now she's married to this person who appreciates her loves her and her kids is like something like I can't shove that away does that make sense yeah yeah like knowing like just because he has a kid just because a person hasn't a kid shouldn't be a reason yeah. to disregard you've, you've seen it from the them, other side you know? as well yeah 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 so that was so yeah so i wasn't hesitant at all my i had open arms to to it um but i think what came to my head was if i would get along with the child right because one of the main things that I've learned um, is that with a, a person with a child, you're not their number one priority. You're not their number one on their list. And so that was something that I personally needed to understand, right? Because mm-hmm. if you're dating someone who doesn't have other priorities, as a girl, I would be your number one. I'm your number one girl, right? Right. You're investing so, all the spare time you have with me. You're trying to build yeah. this relationship. That's top thing. Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. And so that was something that I've learned through this relationship is to know that I'm not going to be number one. I'm not number one in list. Like even moving forward, if we were to move out, we're, I'm not thinking about a one bedroom, let's say one bedroom condo. That's not going to work out. Now I got to think about his child. Mm -hmm. We need a second bedroom. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 We need to save, he needs to save funds, not only for us, but he needs to save funds for this child when he goes to college and all of that. So there's just a lot of factors into having child but it's like it's like having a third person in in your relationship and knowing that like (laughs) that on the the like totem pole of like who takes priority knowing just like planes like yeah it's your kid i know (laughs) i'm at the bottom i'm at the i'm I'm hanging out with the freaking soil like yeah like i know where i'm worth no i'm just kidding but so like is so was that a challenge like going into some of the challenges and, and we'll go into to some of like the great aspects of this as well but um knowing that you aren't number one um how do you kind of like deal with that and cope with that i think i'm good because one of the things that i value in our relationship as corny as it sounds as everyone says it but communication Right. So he's able to communicate that, hey, no, I can't because of his child. Oh, um, maybe let's not spend this much money because blah, blah. Like we're able to communicate and I'm okay with that for the fact that you're able to tell me and I understand the reason why, then I get it. Then that's fine. Right. So yeah. I think it's a bit it's, of like transparency. Yeah, 100%. And I think that a lot, some girls probably can't be where I am right now Mm, in my position, right? Right. So there could be girls who are just like, no, F the child, like it should be about me. I'm your girlfriend, blah, 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 blah. So I think 
again, like not everyone can be in this position. You have to be open minded. You have to be understanding of the circumstance. This is a reality. There's, a, again, a child in this picture that this child is a human being. He's a child that's going to grow older. And you know what I mean? So it's like he's long. still trying to be developed. Yeah. So, I mean, it's something you have to do. If you can't handle it, then just get out. Get out. <laughs> you can't stand the heat. Get out of the kitchen. Yeah. But like, you know, from the outset, right? Like, so <laughs> you were aware of it and kind of like made that judgment before going like further on in things, um, which is like, I think some people kind of like have an idea of like what things are going to be like and think like, ah, no, I think we'll still be able to like hang out like every other day and da da da. da. And it's like, no, honey, like you don't, you don't know how, how the relationship is set up and like, you know, yeah. what times the kid comes over and, and what dad needs to do. So, um, yeah. I think like reality kind of hits people when they don't really, when they assume what's going to happen <laughs> yeah. um, as they're like coming into like a new family and not maybe being like more open-minded and waiting to see um, what, what that looks like and adjust like as needed and communicate. Always. 100%. Oh, 100%. And I think going into this relationship, you have to be your own individual because oh, he, true. so in my case, he is this guy who's working, who's also a father. So he has his own life. I have my own life. I am who I am. I'm working. I have my social life, whatever. And then we become the couple. We become, if it happens, quote unquote, family. Mm -hmm. So I think that there's, again, back to girls depending on their significant other. You can't depend on someone who is a dad right who is living his own life who has his own priorities you can't depend on that you have to be your own individual you yeah know? yeah you can't like like depending in terms of like thinking that they're going to and and even without kids but thinking that they're going to be there like whenever you need them like um at your back and call. yeah um and and one not every guy's like that kid or no kid but when they have a child it's like no i'm at so and so's like soccer game i'm doing whatever yeah. like yeah uh the the priorities are different so like you already mentioned like how communication is like key in all of this so it's not just like um yeah. i'm going to have to change plans talk to you soon it's this is why let's check back in. You, you know, there's a way for you to like fit into that, um, routine, but are there any other, um, things, practices, like ways of just doing things or tips, um, that like play into like the success or like lack of success in these kind of relationships. So like some of the things that come to mind are like, when you're dating a guy who has a child, do you think age, comes into it like is there and I know this is your the the first time you're you're in that but do you see like a difference in I don't think I personally don't think age matters I think it it depends on how I would say maturity I guess you can say because it, there could be a yeah, you could see a 21-year-old who's a father, who's the greatest father, who mm. takes care of their child's priority, you know. But there's also, you can see a 45-year-old, per se, who doesn't give a shit about his kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? And maybe, Facts. like, uh, his priority you know, his priority is with five other women or, you know, his job is priority and doesn't care about the, you know what I mean? So I don't think age is a factor. I feel like maturity and how he presents himself and how he presents himself as a father, how he presents himself, uh, where his priority is, where his morals are and all of that. Um, I feel like that's what matters than age. If that makes sense. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's a, that's a fair thing to say, because you're right. There's some deadbeat dads out there um, at mm. whatever age. And some trying to do like really good stuff. And then also 
I, I think as well, just like a bit of like stability helps, right? Like it's different to like mm-hmm. date a guy who has a kid who's like still trying to figure things out on his own as well, because there's mm-hmm. so many mm-hmm. like, like juggling priorities versus someone who like mm-hmm. has like a stable income, let's say, and like mm-hmm. has like sh- uh, some sort of like trajectory, um, Mm-hmm. it's a little easier when certain, when other things are like in flux and kind of like <laughs> changing every day, it's nice to have like something that's a bit grounded. Yeah. So with my situation, I'm going to be honest with you. It, it, there wasn't actually a lot of stability with um, my boyfriend because he again, pandemic times, oh, he yeah. didn't have a job. So, mm-hmm. right. So, um, depending again, I would say depending on the individual, the girl who's in this situation, there's girls that would want things already set for them. A guy who has the money who, you know, so I wasn't that girl. I was the one to support, support him like mentally financially you know his like intentions right like, 100 you know kind of like guy he is yeah and so where his money was going at was obviously to his child but if we go out for dinner like i didn't mind paying you know what i mean yeah, and yeah, so yeah. thankfully like he was like i got you babe in the future i got you like you know what i mean i'm like i'm putting this on the list no i'm just kidding but like <laughs> like you know what i mean so i think you if you are in a relationship with a guy with a guy with kids or a girl with kids you have to remember that this is like this is life like if you can't handle it again just leave because yeah if you're trying to pursue it because if you're trying to pursue this relationship you have to pursue it you, you this is not like you dating a random person hit it quit it and then leave like that's not how it's gonna work right you're not, why are you wasting their time? You know? Oh, exactly. Exactly. They don't have time to, to waste. Yeah. Um, but I love that you just like touched on like, even when there is struggle and, you know, things happen in, in all relationships. Like I think remembering that, like if you're in a relationship with someone who has kids, like there's a, there's a level of like seriousness and like purposefulness and like why you're together and remembering then that you are partners and like, yeah, things happen and one person needs to lean on the other. And then that flips. And that's kind of what the whole point of relationships and growing together is all about. Yeah. So you said that, um, uh, the kid is four years old. Do you think that the age of a child plays 100%, 100% (laughs) like a 25 year old kid? You'd be like, Oh, oh, yeah, 100%. (laughs) It's like, okay. So if how I see it is like, if it was a newborn to, that's scary. Mm. Oh, but if it they was fresh, be like, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can't. Oh, yeah. No, yikes. So that's a different story because you know you gotta yikes. Um, if they're older, if again, like if they're like twenty five, whatever, they're like grown. But that conversation is different. I'm having conversation to twenty five year old child compared to a four year old child is different, right? Because with the that's more serious 25 just be like i'm gonna be you know i'm your new stepmommy like like it's you know like it, it has to be more mature and <laughs> they it's, know what's up 100 they they're not dumb like 25 year olds are not dumb four-year-olds not saying they're dumb but it's you it's have to it's it's oh this child is is <laughs> so energetic this child is like the tasmanian devil yeah, who just loves like so running around 100 he loves his yeah. trains he loves pet patrol what paw patrol wow sorry and so um <laughs> um so with him so i think with four-year-olds it's a little i think it's easier because they don't really they don't really recognize what's going on in a sense that like, I'm not how I introduced myself was I'm your dad's friend. 
and I could be your friend too. Right. So I, so we are now best friends. Like we call each other best friends. And so he would, um, he would want to FaceTime me. He would show his toys and all of that. So I think having a relationship earlier in an early age, I think grow as they grow up is going to be easier compared to dating a child who the kid who's 20 who is 18 you know so it is yeah because they live their lives right yeah so they're like yeah. who this why yeah. are you in my space or, exactly what are you trying to do with my mom they'll or my be dad? like yeah like who's this new, who's this new person like who's she trying to be is she trying to be my new mom like and that's the thing yeah. right like i also want to mention that is just like i'm not here to I'm speak for my situation. I'm not here to be the mom. I'm not here to be your mom. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get that twisted. Um, I'm not here to, you know, like I'm not. I'm not here to replace your mom. Your mom is your mom. That's why I started it off as I am your friend. I'm your like, friend. I'm, yeah, it's I'm another friend, adult right? in that kid's life, right? Another yeah. person to like, yeah. um, to to be there and talk to and, and whatever that like child needs from you another trusted adult to talk to not mommy number two so i think like having roles i guess or like knowing your role or your boundaries and like like what your partner's comfortable with you doing and what you're comfortable stepping into is probably really key in all of this too right 100 percent. so that was part of the whole communication thing so i told him when we started dating and where he introduced me to his son, um, I said, you have to let me know when I'm crossing the line, because if we are out together, he is now being reflected um, of you. He's now being reflected of me. So if he's acting out of hand, Am I able to discipline? Am I able to say something? I'm not going to, like, I personally, I'm not going to be sitting around and just watching your child become a mess. Wild. You know, like wild. (laughs) Because my child only grows up to, like, be in your life as this wild teenager. This wild, 100%. (laughs) So I said, so I said, you have to let me know if I'm crossing the line in discipline. And he's like, yes, I will let you know. You are able to discipline. I said, okay, cool. So I think, again, having that communication, being him letting you know what you are, what you are allowed to do, what you're not allowed to do. Again, it's a different environment from you just dating a random guy. It's a lot of communication. There's a lot of factors that are involved. But yeah, it's, it's a lot. But it's, again... I don't mind. I don't mind at all. Yeah. So like in terms of just like the positives really quickly, like one, you're in a fantastic relationship and you care for this person, but then also you have this like funny little friend. <laughs> oh my God. He's so funny. He's so funny. Like he's so, like he's so smart, but he's so funny. He's like, you know, when kids say the darnest things, like he says yeah. the darnest <laughs> things. He's just so funny. He's so smart. Um, oh, he's just, yeah. And like, there's days where it's just like, I miss him. And it's just like, I would never have thought like I would be in the situation to be like, I miss like my boyfriend's child, you know? Yeah. And like, we had an episode with um, a mom and she was saying how her relationship with her husband had changed once mm-hmm. they had kids. And mm-hmm. um, one of the things was like, they expressed the way that they expressed love, like kind of changed a little bit when, mm-hmm. when they had kids, because like some of like their conversations, their check-ins and stuff were like more, like it were revolved around the, the kid. Kids. Yeah. Right. So I'm wondering if like, because not, not saying that, that his child is yours, but you're a part of that bubble. Right. So, um, does your love and the way that you express love and like how you folks talk, is it centered sometimes around his child as well? Um, no, I don't think so. I think again, us being individuals, so I have my mm. own life. And then when we come together, like we talk about our lives, we are one. But there are situations when um, if he is here, if he's with us, 
our us showing affection isn't there like we can't be too lovey-dovey because he'll be like why are you doing that to my dad dad why are you so close to Abby like he'll like say things like that that is so Um, funny but kill the mood I know god (laughs) he knows what he's doing (laughs) it's like we'll we'll just be well all three of us will be under the bed and then he'll be like I want to be in between and I'm like okay fine come so yeah so and then other conversations that would happen would be like him and his baby mama like that would be in a conversation that we would have like like weekly I guess you would say so mm-hmm. because he is in an interesting situation with his baby mama um like they're not on speaking terms that's like mm-hmm. another that would be a conversation that we would have and so I'm kind of like invested in this this relationship yeah. with him and his baby mama which is again funny because I had a friend who is dating a guy who has a child as well. And she's like, Abby, um, when you date someone, make sure they don't have a kid because there's going to be a lot of baby mama drama, blah, 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 blah. And little did she know, because I didn't really tell people that I was dating someone at the time. And little did she know I was dating Ray. Literally going through it. <laughs> literally going through it. And I was like, oh, really? And now I'm just like, oh, my God, like, baby mama drama is a thing. It's a thing. So so to round everything out, because we talked about so much. <laughs> oh, my God. Did um, we talk for like three hours? I don't even know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sorry to the audience. I am sorry to this audience. <laughs> So just like rounding things out. So we talked about some of like the horror dating horror stories. Right. Um, And I just be so interested to like hear from like the audience of like what stories like are like relatable, like other things that they've experienced as well. Um, Because I think we've all been in some version of some awkward horrible first dates, dates and pain, mm-hmm. ghosting, clingy situationships, all that jazz. Um, and then also you, t- you let us know like kind of like how you dealt with like moving past that. And then now in the relationship that you have dating the guy with kids, um, like you've already said like some of like the things that would be helpful as like take home tips is like, thinking about the person that you're with in terms of like maturity. Um, Not everyone is built the same. So I think someone who um, has like clear goals, intentions and uh, is mature about how they carry themselves is key. Um, Also the age of the child, which I think is just hilarious (laughs) is something to think about. Like, I like that you, you talked about like younger is like, easier in a way but also has its own challenges as well because that child is literally like still learning still growing like um having to deal with you know like bad behavior and like how do you handle that in the position that you're in Mm -hmm. um and then older kids possibly being a challenge in like who the hell are you? (laughs) Why are you in my house? (laughs) Yeah (laughs) whatever that looks like um and then like super, super key, which is something that we talk about all the time in the podcast is just like communication, communication, Mm -hmm. communication. Um, Mm -hmm. and whether or not there is like drama outside of like your relationship, um, due to, you know, uh, the mother of the child or the father of the child or family stuff, whatever it is, like keeping those lines of communication open, Mm -hmm. um, will only like help that. Um, so that like, you were just saying like how um Ray appreciates you. Like he knows, like, you know, you've dealt with different things like so well. Um, so even just like having a bit of like acknowledgement here and there is probably really nice as well. Yeah, some words of affirmation, you know. So like as we round up, like, is there anything else that you want to um let the people know um about like what we've talked about? Any like last tips? Um no, I, I just think that uh, episode two, bring me back. No, I just think that you are going to have some rough patches, especially in the dating world. Um, as cliche as it sounds, like you're going to get to those bumps, but you're going to overcome it 100%. Yeah. Oh, wise words, Abby. Oh my God. Thank you so you're much. So mature. Sometimes. You're so mature. Sometimes I'm not like the four-year-old child. That's why me and that's why my best friend's four years old. 
<laughs> That's so funny. Well, thanks so much, Abby, for coming to the podcast. <laughs> it's so hard for me to compliment you. I'm this is Honestly, a lot. I'm over uh, this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So before we go, is there anything that you want to promote? Anything you want to plug? What's going on with Abigail Lopez? Oh, oh, thank you so much for giving me this opportunity. I have um, an Instagram where I sell cheesecake. So if you're in... They're bomb. Thank you so much. In the GTA, um, I do deliveries in the East End at Ajax, Whitby, Pickering, and the West End, Mississauga. Oakville area. Ontario, um, Canada based. Yes. For those outsiders. Um, yeah. So I sell different cheesecakes, um, mini cheesecake, different flavors. So if you're interested, look at Crumble X Cheesecake on Instagram. Let me know. You can give it to your treats for the holidays. Everyone, come join, follow me. They're bomb and like such good gifts. I sent like all of my friends in Durham a box mm-hmm. and packaging is bomb. Um, and you've got some holiday flavors as well. So we'll make sure to put your Instagram in the show notes and make sure you're following Crumble Cheesecake. Thanks Thank so much, Abigail Thank Lopez. You. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for saying my government name. This concludes season two of Before Anyone Else. First of all, we'd like to thank all the guests we had on season two. But most importantly, we want to thank you, the listener, for tuning into all our episodes so far. We'll be back sometime in the new year for season three. But until then, follow us on Instagram at Bay Podcast or visit our website, baypodcast.com and leave us a comment. If you have lots of stories about dating or relationships, let us know. We'd love to have you as a guest. See you then.